episode 15. You're listening to Vox Talk, the voiceover industry podcast. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli, your host and link to the voice marketplace, Voices.com. Every show features new and exciting pieces by voice talent from across the world, releasing two podcasts every week. Let's take a look at the news. The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. What microphone makes you your bread and butter? While Joe Cipriano prefers to use a Neumann U87, you may favor a different mic in your own home recording studio. Visit the Vox Daily blog to weigh in on the mics you use and let us know why you prefer them. To join the conversation, go to blogs.voices.com slash voxdaily. On to our next story. The finalists have been selected for the 2007 Voicey Awards. Keep subscribed to the Vox Talk podcast to receive a very special program announcing the winners of the Voicey Awards to air this Wednesday, February 21st, 2007. To learn more about the finalists in each category, visit voiceyawards.com. To wrap up, actor Michael Douglas says technology is helping children from across the world to gain a better understanding of humanity's cultures and religions. The 62-year-old actor is working with Global Nomads Group, which uses technology such as video conferencing to link children across the world to foster greater understanding. To learn more, visit the links in the Vox Talk blog. The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business. This week in the biz, Julie Williams strikes a nerve with commentary on undercutting. You know, I just wrote an article for the March issue of my voiceover magazine, The V-Zine, entitled Don't Be a Bottom Feeder. Unless your children are starving, in which case you do what you have to do, there's really no need to ever be a bottom feeder. I saw this posting online at a website, okay? No generic demos. Read the entire script. I need it today. I pay $100. Job is five minutes long. And I was surprised to see that 27 people actually responded to it. Of course, I don't know what they bid on the job. I sent a generic demo and a bid of $300. And of course, I'm not holding my breath to get the job, but that's okay. I mean, my son isn't going hungry. Even my dogs are fed. So I don't have to be a bottom feeder. There is value to jobs like that. I think those jobs are perfect for beginning talent or if your children are starving right now. But you know what? I think if professionals who have been in this business a while are willing to stoop to jumping through so many hoops for so little money, so far below what the standard is, it doesn't help any of us in this industry. You're worth more than that. Very well done, Julie. If you haven't yet subscribed to Julie's V-Zine, visit voice-overs.com to get on the list. If you'd like to be featured in this segment, email your MP3 commentary to media at voices.com. Tech Talk, walking you through the technological landscape. Here's Colin Campbell of Affordable Announcer with a segment about pop filters. Already started a controversy. Do you process before you digitize or do you just throw it in raw and process it in the digital domain? Well, I guess that's just a matter of taste. Um, I like to give the, uh, the digital domain something good to work with first, but then again, you're committed to that and I understand that point of view. Now, to talk about pop filters, everybody needs one. Everybody probably has some kind of pop filter. And uh, most professional people use a, uh, um, a popper stopper is the slang term for it. Talk about a lot at a, on all the, uh, the other forums, people joking about pantyhose and such. But you can actually buy a pre-made one. I have one from Samson. It just happened to be what my local music store had. 
it has two layers of a nylon-type mesh. And I don't know the technical details of whether they're offset or anything like that. I would imagine they're just basically two layers of nylon. And I still have, uh, I left the the old-fashioned uh, pop filter, windscreen, whatever, windsock on the microphone as well. So I'm going through a lot of layers before it hits the microphone diaphragm, and I can still pop my peas. So you really, you know, it's funny, you have to learn how to suppress those P and T sounds naturally with your mouth as well. It's a, it, you know, that's probably one of the things you hear the most in a bad voiceover. And it's just, there is a real estate show on our local cable company's uh, local channel, and it just drives me nuts because they pop their peas really, really, uh, really badly, a lot. And I just think, can't they hear that? I mean, if I pop a pea, I either try to edit it out if I can with the digital editor or I redo the thing, you know, and change my orientation to the microphone or, or just try to avoid it naturally with my, uh, with my mouth. So anyway, um, you can make one on your own and some people do. You know, they take a pantyhose and wrap it around a circular uh, item of some sort, but they're not very expensive. I paid $25 for this one. And I, I don't know, maybe I don't think it's the best one out there because I can still pop peas fairly easily, but uh, at least it's a help. And that's all I've got for today. I'll have to think of something else right now. Um, I don't have uh, an idea of what it might be next time, but I'll come up with something. Thanks. Bye. Colin, I really like to report on pop filters, and I'm really looking forward to hear what you have to share with us next week. Vox Box, answering your voiceover questions. In the Vox Box, I'm joined by John Small of Voicetown at Voices.com and also a finalist in the Voicey Awards Best New Voice category. As a copywriter and voice talent, I think you should keep your ears attuned to what John is recommending for commercial ad copy. Here's John. I'm Big John Small with GreatRadioSpots.com. I often have people ask me, what do I need to do to make my advertising work better? There's only three things you need to make your advertising work. Consistency, frequency, and a good quality message. Those three things. Again, consistency. Consistency, frequency, and a good quality message. Consistency, frequency, and a good quality message. See, I'm giving you some frequency here. Hopefully, you'll remember those three things. Now, consistency means you're saying the same thing or the same kind of thing. Frequency, you're saying it often. And the good message, well, you're saying something worth saying and also worth listening to. I've built my company working on that last one. Quite often, people will have radio ads that sound like radio ads. For all of your blankety-blank needs, call blankety-blanks for fast, friendly service. Well, what are you really saying? Absolutely nothing. That's what everybody's saying in all of their radio ads. I would be happy to help you come up with a radio campaign that will really cut through the clutter and get you results. You can find me online at greatradiospots.com or give me a call, 605-728-3170. Thank you for joining us. If you want to be a part of the Vox Talk podcast, there are many ways to make your voice heard. You can leave a comment on the Vox Talk blog, send in your thoughts via email, or you can also call us. Hey, if you're still listening to this and you have a podcast, how about a promo exchange? We'll trade you promos, airing your promo in the Vox Talk podcast and vice versa. You can access the promo on the Vox Talk blog at blogs.voices.com slash Vox Talk. Well, that's it for today's episode. Keep subscribed to receive the Voicey Awards podcast.